1: Now, I want to go back to Friday's show, folks. So if you're a regular listener of Late Lunch, you will have heard my opening interview on Friday and it brought a huge reaction, let me say, across the board, on air, on social media, subsequently as well. A loud woman joined me and she told me her story. It went back to very recently. It wasn't back long long at all. The 1st of November this happened on the Castle Bellingham flyover when this woman... Decided to go there and end her life. I just want to remind you of our conversation on Friday. Have a listen.
2: I was at home that morning and I had woke up in bed with my two small children. And I just kind of at that point when I woke and looked at them, I just thought I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't be here. They'd be better off without me. And I guess that was in that minute in time, I had decided that I was going to take my own life. They had gone to my parents' home. And I had got in my car and I just proceeded to drive. I don't actually remember driving to where I drove to, which was on the motorway, M1 motorway, on the Castle Bellingham flyover. I just remember parking my car up at the side of the road and climbing the barrier of the motorway. And that's when this lady I'm looking for in question was my guardian angel. She'd saved me. She would just literally wrapped her arms around me and pulled me back over the barrier. And I just literally fell into her arms. I vaguely remember an English accent of the lady. And I could be wrong, but that's all I can remember in my head is an English voice, English spoken voice speaking to me. And she just, I remember screaming, please don't, please. And at that stage, she had just put me over and just was on the ground hugging me.
1: Yes, an extract from my conversation with the lady from North Loud on the show on Friday. And she appealed to the lady in question to come forward because she wants to meet her she wants to talk to her to get in touch to thank her for saving her life so we put it out here in Late Lunch on LMFM and across our social media extensively and folks we have found that angel thank God we have because she's been in touch with us this morning she picked it up on LMFM social media and she's on the line Bronwyn good afternoon Hi Jerry. Ah, oh, Bronwyn, you don't understand what this means to us, that you made the call into LMFM earlier today and that we found you. Um, the accent, will you explain? You heard the lady said she thought it was an English accent. You can, can imagine in the confusion of that time. Where are you from? I'm actually from Australia. Ah, so the accent. She was right about a different accent. She certainly was correct it about the it.
3: the first time somebody's confused my accent for English or another, another nationality.
1: OK, so, so we've established that. You're Australian. What's an Australian doing in the Castle Bellingham area early on the 1st of November Sunday morning?
3: Uh, well, my husband and I have uh, bought a house in the local area and we've been renovating it for some time now. And um, the weekend is our time to go down and do the renovations. And I just happened to be going down for the usual um, Sunday morning down there and and saw this situation uh,
1: on the bridge. So you were just driving on your way. Were you alone in the car?
3: Yeah, usually my husband and I actually go down together. But for this particular day, uh, I was driving down on my own. He'd already gone down to the house earlier.
1: And just describe, what did you see? Just take us through the moments, those those um, uh, unbelievable minutes.
3: Yeah, so I, I came off the motorway and um, it's the callumstown Castle Bellingham exit. And, oh, uh, you know, I was obviously looking for traffic as I, as I turned and I saw this unusual sight where there was a car parked on the bridge. And as I went to turn left, I thought that isn't normal, that's Seems unusual. Um, And then I saw this woman on the bridge and I saw her foot up on on the fence. And I turned left and then I just thought, it's not right. I don't want to get involved, but if something was happening, I would feel terrible for the rest of my life if I didn't get involved. So I quickly turned the car around, um, drove back to the bridge Um, You know, I was probably only about 10 metres away from the bridge, but quickly turned around. And then it was my worst nightmare where I could see her climbing over the bridge. She was on top of the barricade when I got there. Um, And I just ran like hell to try and pull her back. So I was just, um, you know, it was still a little bit, you know, shocking, but... um, just very grateful that I was there and um, my better instincts, I, I guess, took over um, to make sure that, you know, that this wasn't a situation that was going to end badly.
1: And you just literally wrapped your arms around her and pulled her back and uh, she, you heard her saying there in the interview on Friday that you held her tightly.
3: Yeah, it, I did. Um, I was very conscious that she was obviously in a very distressed state um, so I, I just pulled her to the ground, I, I just held her um, with, with one arm and there were some other people further down the road and I just was waving at them. I didn't want to shout to you know, make the situation worse, um, but I could see these other people and as I was waving to them to come and help, uh, her sister pulled up and uh, and was able to take control of the situation.
1: So at that stage, she, she said you stepped back. Did you did you have any words? Can you remember?
3: Uh, no, no. I just, I remember her sister and her partner, I was seen as a partner, um, you know, scooping her up. Um, and I just got back in my car and turned around and went to where I was originally supposed to be going.
1: My, oh, my, this is some story. And you just... Slipped into the background and you've been in the background ever since the 1st of November. Did, 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 were you ever curious to think of who was this woman? What's the story? Did that ever cross your mind in the week since?
3: Every weekend when I go to the house, it's the first thing I think of. Um, as soon as I hit the motorway, um, you know, as I'm because I assumed it's somebody in my new community that I'm going to be moving to. And so... Yeah, it's been a constant um, source of concern whether or not this person was able to get the help that they need, um, whether I would ever see them again. So, you know, when I saw the story, obviously I was very um, nervous about coming forward because you don't know the circumstances behind these situations. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very pleased to know that she's now received the help that 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 she needs and that she's getting the support.
1: Did you tell anybody about it? You told your husband, I'm sure, but did you talk... You obviously didn't talk to many other people about this.
3: No, I I, I, um, told my mother and my sister who are back in Australia. um, I mentioned it to my boss, who's in Dublin. Mm. Um, But, no, we don't... uh, Because I'm not from a local community, I don't have a lot of friends or local connections, and obviously with COVID... We don't have a lot of social interactions at the moment. So it wasn't something I felt the need to tell other people. Um, So, no, it's just a very, very limited group of people Mm. who understood what had happened.
1: Well, that's uh, very understandable. And... You know, something like this does leave its mark, and in your thoughts, as you said, there regularly. And a small group, of course, and the current situation meant that not many knew about this. But thank God you picked it up from our social media, and here you are at me today. We'll just stay there for a moment because on the other line, I have the lady you saved. Hello again. Hello. Hello how are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm
2: very emotional.
1: Oh, I'm sure you are. Do you want to say hello to Bronwyn? She's there.
2: Bronwyn, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. It's so lovely to hear your voice. I'm so, so grateful. I don't even, I just can't thank you enough for saving me that day and giving my kids their man back and my partner and my
3: parents. I just want to thank you so much. Thank you for coming across me and thank you for saving me. That's quite okay. I'm sure anybody in the same situation would have done the same thing. I'm just glad I was there at that point in time. Thank you so much.
2: I can never thank you enough. I can actually never thank you enough. I just lost words. I'm so emotional. I'm just so grateful that I've I've gotten in touch with you. And I've got this opportunity to thank you so much.
1: It's my pleasure. You can tell, Bronwyn, you have received the help, haven't you? You're in a far better I place. I have
2: indeed. I'm in an absolutely fantastic place now at this moment in time and continuing receiving help of the services out there and of my family, my parents especially. That's great to hear. Bronwyn... And I'm so you... sorry, Bronwyn, for putting you in that predicament for you having to come across me because I know I'm sure it's stuck in your head as well and I, I do apologise for for that also.
3: There's no need to apologise at all. Everybody goes through their dark periods and I'm just glad I was there on the day. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, this is... This is just incredible. I I, I just... I'm lost for words myself, I have to say, when I hear both of you sp- speaking because I, I think of what could have been, you know, and I know we're all... We know this, that this has turned out so well and it's a really good news story, but... Faith, fate brought you together at that moment in time. You know, just it was a split second, nearly, that this happened. And and, and look at the outcome. Look at the really, really beautiful outcome uh, that we we have here. Bronwyn, you are a lifesaver. You are an angel. She said to me on Friday. She said you are her angel. You appeared. That's, I think that's a beautiful way to think about this. How do you feel, Bronwyn? I, I just feel um very
3: happy, but uh, but. But she's been able to receive the help that she needs and that I was just, you know, the person that was there at the right time to, to help somebody who
1: needed it. Thank God you turned that car back. You know, you could have driven on, you didn't. Something clicked in there, back you went and you were into action uh, straight straight away. It's really something else. Um, you know, we, we don't want to name the lady, and I understand that. And, and this is in confidence. She spoke to us without giving her name, and that she is a loud woman, and she is so grateful. Look, t- to get the call from me back to you again just in the last hour or so to tell you, uh, my word, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful outcome, isn't it?
3: Fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. And yeah. and um, really, really delighted that we were able to connect.
1: Mm. Back to yourself, yes. You've gone quiet there. I'm sure I'm you're just, just trying to take just, this in. I'm
3: just all
2: so emotional. And I just want to say thank you so much. And oh, I'll be forever grateful to for you, Bronwyn, for saving me.
1: It's going to be the happiest of Christmases on, on, Definitely. <laughs> for, for everybody here. Look, we're going to put you in touch. Uh, now, uh, Bronwyn, we'll be passing your number on and you can take it up yourselves from there. You know what I mean? Is that okay? Of course that's okay. Wonderful, wonderful story. I have to say, one of the most touching stories that I've ever had the privilege uh, to facilitate here on uh, uh, Late Lunch. You know what I mean? It's just been something else. And the house, the house, Brown. When you're you're working away, you'll, you, when do you expect to have the work done or that completed?
3: Oh, Jerry, oh, we need a Christmas miracle at the moment to get something. <laughs> 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 it's coming along. It's been a long, slow process, but um, we're chipping away at it. And, uh, and making progress. So hopefully we'll be in yeah. January. Yeah.
1: Well, look, at, we'll have to warm that house for you uh, ourselves here in LMFM Radio. I make uh, that little promise to you today. We'll uh, help you with the house warming. It's the least we could do for you. It honestly is for what you've done. And it's remarkable, I say again, simply remarkable. Final words to the lady from Louth, if you want to say your final words and then you can get together. You're in contact now.
2: Just thank you so much, Bramman, and I'll talk to you soon. Be good.
1: Thank you both sincerely from my heart. Bronwyn, well done to you again. Thank you indeed for getting in touch with us. Really do appreciate it. And to the lovely lady herself with her wonderful children and family, may I say to all of you, have the most beautiful Christmas this year and all the very best for 2021. And it's a great, great outcome to this wonderful story. Thank you both. Take care now.
2: Thank
0: you. God God bless. God
1: bless. Bye -bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are.